your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and make sure to tell them Locked On sent you. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we hear from Wild fans as Patrick is here to ask some Wild questions. We'll answer them to the best of our ability as uh, we try to get a little more from Wild fans as we gear up for the start of the regular season. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, your veteran Minnesota sports content producer, covering all Minnesota sports over the last 10 years, including the last couple of years exclusively covering your favorite hockey team here in the state of Minnesota. Happy Friday edition of Lockdown Wild to you. As mentioned, we've got two episodes coming out today, so you'll hear this one first. We'll have a bonus Crossover episode with Locked On Blackhawks dropping today as well. So double whammy for you to get your weekend started with uh, a lot going on. The Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase going on this weekend. If you want uh, a little bit of a look at some of the prospects that will be part of that, make sure to head to the Locked On Wild YouTube channel as I dropped a few names to keep an eye on over the course of the weekend. Uh, So make sure to check that out. Make sure to subscribe to the Lockdown Wild YouTube channel as well. Here today with Patrick, Wild fan extraordinaire, and uh, we are doing what we're calling a Hear from the Fans episode for Lockdown Wild here today. And so Patrick's got some questions that I'm going to attempt to answer the best that I can. Patrick, what's going on? Not much. Um, Thank you for having me on. I'm excited to be part of the first podcast episode. So for me so it'll be on so I'm outstanding well welcome in and uh, as i mentioned had you come up with some questions for today's episode so uh, fire away and uh, i will answer them the best that i can and uh, we'll go from there perfect let's do this so first one what's your favorite game you've watched as a wild fan Ooh. okay uh i am going to i think so i've got to i'll i'll go with two because it's impossible for me to narrow these down. Uh, obviously, throughout the course of Wild history, there are a ton that um, that could be uh, be lumped in, and um, I'll just go with some recent ones because I think that's you know probably the best way to do it. Obviously, either of the um, conference finals games, the game seven that uh, that led up to uh, with the Wild beating the Avalanche. You could put that on the list, but I'm going to go with uh, with two games from this past season. Uh, the Wilds taking on the Vegas Golden Knights, and this was the game that they won 6-5. to five. Mm-hmm. Wild were losing late in that game, and they got, uh, I think they were losing, they were losing 5-4 to four with like a minute and a half left to go in the game. Kirill Kaprizov got the game-tying goal. Jonas Brodine got the game winner in the span of the last 90 seconds, and not only did the Wild win, but they also won in regulation. 
stealing one away from the Vegas Golden Knights. That is, I think, my favorite game of the season because it was just it was absolute chaos back and forth. It looked like Vegas had it uh, well in hand, and the Wild mount this furious comeback. That was uh, during the stretch of the season where they had something like three or four come from behind to either force overtime or win games, two of them against the St. Louis Blues, and uh, then the game against the Vegas Golden Knights as well. So that, um, that I think, is my favorite game of the regular season. Game one of the playoffs against Vegas is for the postseason. Um, the 1-0 shutout, absolute just electric factory, uh, Vegas given everything they've got, and the Wild able to uh, to steal that one away. In overtime, thanks to Jewel Erickson Eck. So I present you two games for the price of one. Uh, those are my two favorite games of recent memory. And, uh, I mean, like I said, you could go to either of those games that sent the Wild to the conference finals um, in 2003, 2004, and 2013, 2014. But I'll go with those two for this one. Couldn't agree with you more on those answers. So. Um since you spoke of Kirill Kaprizov, we got a fun little question. Um, will Kirill Kaprizov break Marion Gabrick's franchise goal record of 219 goals? Wow. Okay. So, 55 games. Well, he yeah, 55 games, 27 goals. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do a little quick math here because math's not my strong suit. The thing I factored in is, is he going to stay here for like more than four or five years? That's the other thing. So he scored at a .49 goals per game clip um, yeah. throughout the course of this season. So if we if we move that to 82 games, that's a 40-goal pace. Now, obviously, he's not going to do that. So let's just... Let's just say 30 goals per year. Yeah. So if we assume that he if we assume that he averages 30 goals and he signs a 5-year deal with the Wild. So that put him at uh, 150 during the contract plus the 27. So he'd be at 177 there. Yeah. He would have to re up in yeah. order to get it. And so as you said, the fascinating part of this is whether or not he's going to. If he does, I think he will shatter it because yeah. he has the elite scoring talents. He has the um, he has the health too, at least right now. Obviously, mm-hmm. if he gets hurt, that's going to uh, to hurt his chances. But if he is able to stay healthy. And if he's able to stay at that pace of even thirty, even thirty goals per season, per eighty-two game season, and he stays, he so he signs a five-year deal, and then signs a eight-year or whatever at that point is the mega deal. It could be shorter than that. It could be longer than that. At that point, we don't know what's going to happen over the next five years. But if he signs for five initially, and then signs after that. He shatters it. I think he gets to 300-plus. I think there's a good chance that he gets to 400 goals as a member of the Wild. It all depends on how many times he puts pen to paper, though. That's that's the huge key. And so 
I'm, you know, for for argument's sake, I'm going to go with yes. I think you will break it. I think you'll shatter it. Perfect. Hope he does. Yeah. We hope. Fingers crossed. Uh, tell you what, let's let's put a pause in here. Um, we'll continue with uh, with your questions, Patrick. We have uh, what we're calling a "Hear from the Fans" edition of Locked On Wild. More to come after this. All right, hockey fans. Now I'm going to give you the inside track on fantasy hockey. It's Fan Tracks. Fantrack's free NHL Fantasy Hockey League Manager is the most customizable, easy-to-use, and feature-rich platform in the industry. Sign up for free today, and as a special offer for Locked On Wild fans, you'll be entered to win an official NHL-signed Nathan McKinnon jersey. Simply go to Fantrax.com slash locked on and sign up. Among the most trusted names in fantasy sports since 2008, offering hockey, football, baseball, basketball, college basketball, college football, golf, soccer, and NASCAR. If there's anything lacking in your current fantasy league manager, Fantrax likely has it. Fantasy sports don't sleep and neither does Fantrax with seasons running 365 days a year. Again, sign up for free today and be entered to win an official NHL-signed Nathan McKinnon jersey. Simply go to Fantrax.com slash locked on and sign up today. That's Fantrax.com slash locked on. Fantrax, home of fantasy sports. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all of that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at DirecTV.com. That's DirecTV.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Continuing our here from the fans edition of Locked on Wild here on today's show. If you'd like to be part of a future edition of here from the fans, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, Locked on Wild, and uh, keep an eye out for a tweet in the future opening things up for a Hear from the Fans edition, and uh, we'll have you on to uh, answer your questions about the Wilds and about hockey in general. Patrick is joining us here for today's edition of Hear from the Fans. Continuing, Patrick, with your questions, we had a couple that we answered in segment one. Let's get to a couple more here in segment two. Let's go for it. So, will Philip Johansson, the 2018 first-round pick, ever play a game for the Wild? Oh, okay. I really, I really like this question because my favorite part about this is he was a guy that I think a lot of scouts, experts, fans wrote off because yep. he didn't pan out initially. There was a lot of hype around him when he was drafted, and he just never lived up to it. But he's making a resurgence. The thing that's crazy is he's still insanely young as a mm-hmm. prospect. And so the people that kind of left him for dead, he still has plenty of time and plenty of juice in those legs to be able to make an impact with uh, 
this wild roster. And I'm going to say that, yes, he will, because you look at the prospects for the wild on defense, not a whole lot there. They've got Kalen Addison, who is going to either start with the Wilds, start on the Wild roster, or he will be like the next man up. I think it's trending more towards him being the next man up this season. But you've got Kalen Addison. You have Carson Lambos and Jack Pert, who you drafted this year. They're probably the next up in that uh, defensive core. And beyond that, there's really not a whole lot. So I think Johansson has a great opportunity if he could just continue to progress. I know the thing that has kind of wowed people about his resurgence has been his offense. So if he can continue to add to that, keep that consistent, yet still play that great style of defense that uh, that he was known for, if he can just keep things trending in a positive direction, I don't see any reason why, especially with the Wilds heavily up against the salary cap two years from now, if he continues to uh, to keep trending in a positive direction, the Wild are going to have some spots that they need to fill on the cheap. He could be one of those guys. So yes, I will say that he will make an impact. He will play with the Wild. The only question is when, but um, if he just continues to trend positively, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets consideration in a couple years. Mm-hmm. I agree. Late bloomer, nothing wrong with that. There's plenty of prospects that have had that. Yeah, it's all about just making the most of your chance. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's all it comes down to. So, Speaking, yeah. Going into that, who do you think will be the breakout player for the team this year? <sighs> uh, I've got one name directly in my sights. Uh, Nico Sturm. Because you look at what Sturm did this past year. He had 11 goals in 50 games. Again, I'm bringing out the calculator because math is the farthest from my strong suit. So 11 divided by 50 is a .22 goals per game pace. If we move that, if we extrapolate that, that's, that's, that's the word I was looking for. If we extrapolate that over 82 games, 18 goals over an 82-game season. Um, Sturm just, it just seems like he continues to do more and more for this team. And so I think this past year he definitely got noticed on that fourth line, which is going to increase his opportunities, especially with the losses that the Wild had. Some very, very key core bottom six guys. Nick Benino gone. Um, Zach Parisi, gone. And, uh, you know, those minutes are going to have to be filled by somebody the Wild did sign some players to fill their roster spots, but I think Nico Sturm is going to get the first opportunity to take those minutes and make an impact with those minutes. And so it wouldn't shock me at all if we see 20-plus goals from Nico Sturm this year because his speed translates. That translates for sure. And so if he continues to get opportunities, Sturm's going to make the most of them. I think he will be. The eyeball emoji for the Minnesota Wild this season. I am full in on the Sturm warning for 2021-2022. I love it. 
Um, what is, in your opinion, what is the worst trick this in franchise history? <laughs> oh boy. Um, I had moved it out of my mind because I didn't get it at the time. And for those that maybe don't know my hockey story, so I was a fan of all the other sports before hockey. I've never actually played hockey in my life at any point. Was a fan of all the other sports. Gradually got more and more into hockey. And when everything was shut down during COVID and hockey came back and was the only thing on TV, I watched every game. And since then, it's just taken off and has gone crazy. But I think this is a good indicator of kind of how much the trade was looked at at the time. Martin Hansel, for a first-round pick, the Wild saying, we are going all in, and we are going to trade a first-round pick for Martin Hansel, who did nothing with the team. In fact, and I'm going to do this... um, I'm going to do this as we're discussing it because I want to look those numbers in the face and um, bring them out into the open because it just, it, it was, okay, so he, well, in 20 games with the Wild, so he actually did better than I thought. In 20 games with the Wild, he had 13 points, okay. four goals, nine assists. So that's not, that's not awful, And he had 16 goals in 51 games for Arizona. So he finished with 20 goals, finished with uh, 19 assists. It's not, I don't know. It just, it was not, from what I gathered of it at the time, it was not, it didn't do what the Wild needed it to do. Hansel didn't do what the Wild needed him to do. And losing the first round pick meant that they didn't have any real like notable capital in the draft that year. And it ended up hurting. Like it just, it didn't work out the way that it was billed. He was not the savior that, uh, that got the team uh, to the promised land. And so I'll always just have a, a negative opinion of that trade. Um, nothing against Martin Hansel. Like I said, his numbers were better than I thought when I looked, but not the trade it was billed to be. So that is always going to be the uh, the worst one in my mind. Yeah, I agree. Some fans may say Victor Rass need a, need a writer. Yeah, that one needs a lot of consideration as well. Um, and I don't know. I There are some people that say trading for Nick Benino, uh, trading, well, also okay. the, Alex, the Alex Took trade. The Alex Took trade is uh, another one. That yeah. um, did not work out in our favor. <laughs> so there are there are plenty, but I'm gonna just because it was billed as like this this guy is what we need. He's the missing piece, missing piece for this team is Martin Hansel, and he was far from that. So that's uh, that's the one I think in my mind. Um, let's uh, let's pause once again, but uh, don't worry, Patrick. We got more time for uh, for your wild questions. Continuing our Hear from the Fans edition of Lockdown Wild after this. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. 
With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? Who knows? And why wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save time and money when using rockauto.com. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? rockauto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All at rockauto.com. This fall, Built Bar wants to help you celebrate freedom of choice. Did you know there's an amazing assortment of Built Bar flavors? They've got coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. My favorite for what it's worth is raspberry, but don't worry. If you're not sure which flavor to start with, grab the mix box. You'll get two each of those nine flavors. The best part, though, about Built Bar, they are amazingly healthy. Each Built Bar contains 17 to 18 grams of protein, ranges in calories from 130 to 180 per bar, has only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. If that hasn't swayed you enough, head to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your first order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Celebrate freedom of choice responsibly with Built Bar. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Hearing from the fans, we're joined by Patrick, and he is asking some Wild-related questions. Again, if you'd like to be part of a future installment of Hearing from the Fans, Make sure to follow us at Locked on Wild. And when you see the tweet, when you see the bat signal, make sure to comment on it. And uh, we will do this again uh, a little later into the season. Patrick, let's uh, let's go back to your questions um, to finish out the episode here. Uh, hit me with any that you got left. Perfect. So this is kind of a situational one. So when Jesper Wallstead makes the team, we'll cap Kakinen. Still be on the roster. Um, ooh, okay. So here's where we're at with the goalie situation. So Cam Talbot has the next two seasons at like three-ish per. Um, after that, I do not believe he will be retained because that's right during the middle of the Parisi Suter buyouts being at their max level. Mm-hmm. So at that point... It would seem as though Capo Kakinen and Jesper Wallstead will get an opportunity to uh, take that starting goalie spot. But if we look at uh, what Capo is uh, is signed for, I believe he is going to be coming up for his rookie deal to be done as well. Uh, so if we look at it... If we look at it here, oh, where did he go? I just had this up. Okay, so Capo is signed for two years at $1.45 million, so 725000 per season. 
Um, he will be a restricted free agent in 2022-2023. So, the Wild are going to have a little bit of a decision on their hands as to if they believe Capo is a viable starter or if they look at him more as a viable backup. Um, this is going to be fascinating. I, at this point, I'm going to go a little hot takey here. I'll say that Wallstead will be, and I'll say that Capo won't be. So, beyond that, we'll just have to <laughs> we'll just have to yeah, wait and see. Yeah. But we'll see what the future brings us. Yeah, I'll just i'll i'll pull for the i'll pull for the hot take, and I'll say that he will not be with the team at that point. Interesting. Okay. Um, do you think Zach Parise and Ryan Suter will have better seasons than last year? Um, so that's that's a great question as well. Um, in regards to Parise, it's going to depend entirely on what he is asked to do. Yeah. Obviously, he's going to be playing essentially fourth line maybe third line for the Islanders. They're stacked. So he's really not going to be asked to do a whole heck of a lot. So his numbers might look better by comparison because he just he doesn't have to do even half as much as he was being asked to do here. So I will say that um, I'll say that Parisi will have a better season. I'm going to say that Suter won't. And here's why for Suter. As much as Suter, you know, did the whole like I'm going to play within myself kind of thing as a veteran player, his line partner did a heck of a lot to help him out. And I'm sorry, Dallas does not have those same types of defensive horses that the Wild do. They do not have Jared Spurgeon. They don't have Jonas Brodeen. They don't have Matt Dumba. And they have good defensemen, but not, like, upper echelon defensemen. So I'm going to say that Suter struggles or has a little bit of a slip because he's going to be asked to do more than he was here. And now, obviously, he knew that going in, because he signed the deal with Dallas. But I'm going to say Parisi's numbers will look fine because he's going to be asked to do hardly anything with the mm-hmm. Islanders. Um, Suter's numbers, I think, will take a dip because he's going to be asked to do a lot more uh, for that Dallas team. Perfect. Um, we got a few more. Sure. Um, who do you think will be the toughest opponent for the team this year? Ooh. Um, are we talking central division? We can go whole league if you want. Okay. Um, boy, that is a really good question. Uh, it is, I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to shy away from teams that the wild are really familiar with in the Vegas golden Knights and the Colorado avalanche. I think those are still two of the top teams in the Western conference. The Pacific Division is going to be real bad. Like, the bottom six teams in that division are going to be very bad. 
So Vegas is going to have a Vegas is going to for the most part have a cakewalk into the playoffs and into winning the Pacific Division. Obviously for the Wild, they're going to have to contend with Colorado, Dallas, St. Louis, Chicago, Winnipeg, um, and uh, the other teams that probably won't be fighting for playoff spots in the Central. But I think it still comes down to the same two teams that were chasing all of last year. I'll say Colorado and Vegas will be the two toughest. I like that. Personally, I'd say Boston. I think the teams struggled playing against Boston, like in Boston too. Yeah. And I mean, you could, based off of what they did last year, you could say St. Louis because the Wild couldn't beat them hardly at all. Mm -hmm. So there'll be, there'll be some, it'll be very interesting to see how they do with the normal schedule. I think we should expect a little bit of regression compared to what they did last year, but why everybody else is going to be going through the same thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, which offseason signing will be the most impactful? I know. May have mentioned. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Alex Goligoski because if he does well, that's going to take a whole bunch of pressure off of the rest of the defense. If he struggles to start the season the Wild are going to have to make some adjustments. They're probably going to have to shuffle the lineup a little bit. You might see um, Spurgeon and Brodeen on the same line or Dumba and Spurgeon or something along those lines and uh, see Goligoski moved off of that top line. I think he is the one that could have the biggest impact, like I said. If he, if he does well, if he steps in and he plays great – that takes so much pressure off the rest of the defense. On the offensive side, I think I think it's got to be Freddie Goudreau. I mean, he was the main offensive signing that the Wild had um, this offseason. And if he can be a capable third-liner or fourth-liner and can take that Nick Bonino spot and can do a lot of the things that Bonino did well for this team – um, if he can win faceoffs, if he plays center uh, for this team, he's going to be a huge asset. Um, and he's young enough. And from what I gather from Pittsburgh writers uh, and the, uh, the Locked On Penguins host, is that he's a guy that intrigued enough and limited sample size that if he gets an extended opportunity, could really do some nice things with the Wild. So Goligoski on defense, Goudreau on offense, and. If they both play well, the team will be elevated. If not, we're going to have to make some changes. Perfect. And then lastly, um, for, let's see. Would you change the the goal song or would you keep it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good one to finish. Um, you know, I I have a soft spot for Let's Go Crazy. Um, I I don't know. Well, I don't know if it's the Prince nostalgia in me. I feel like that should be the Vikings touchdown song and the Wilds goal song because those are really the only two spots that you need them. I mean, maybe you go crazy and have it be the Twins home run song too, but... 
you're not going to do that for a Timberwolves basket or a three-pointer. I mean, if anything, you do it when the team gets a stop on defense. That's just a little bit of lighthearted ribbing at Timberwolves fans. I'm sorry. Um, I'd be totally fine if the Vikings and the Wild both used Let's Go Crazy. I, I don't know. I just I like the Prince angle. The goal song is not inherently bad itself, but it also is not inherently good itself. So I would be in favor of a change and I don't know. It's it's one of those things that like I don't get like I don't get super into like a lot of fans do. I mean, if I'm at a game and they score, I'm going nuts while the song's playing. So I would I would lean towards let's go crazy and just let that kind of do its thing um and be perfectly fine with the Vikings using it too but if they just if they stick with the goal song you know it's it is what it is I'm not going to I'm not going to um get upset about them using it again they they can if that's what they want to go with then they can do it perfect yeah so that's all I have Perfect. Well, uh, thanks, Patrick, for joining uh, today's episode. And as mentioned, fans, if you'd like to be a part of a future installment of Hearing from the Fans, make sure to follow us at Lockdown Wild on Twitter and keep an eye out for the bat signal when we call upon another fan to hop in and be part of the show. Make sure to follow us as well wherever you listen to podcasts, also on Facebook and Instagram and Lockdown Wild on YouTube. Hit subscribe and turn those notifications on. Videos starting up next week. So make sure that you do not miss out on any potential news with Kirill Kaprizov. With anything related to the Minnesota Wild, we've got you covered every step of the way with new episodes coming every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.